today's verses. So here we are going towards the end of the Pralhad Maharaj's prayer. This is 48th verse. And I think after that, we get four or five more verses. After that, Pralhad Maharaj's prayers will get to work. <clears throat> so Pralhad Maharaj is continuing offering his prayers. And he's praying now. Tam Vayur Agnir Avenir Viet Ambu Matraha Pranindriya Hirdeyam Chit Anubrahascha Sarvam Tam Eva Saguna Vigunascha Bhuman Nanyat Tadasti Apimano Vachasas Niruktam. O Supreme Lord, you are actually the air, the earth, fire, sky, and water. You are the objects of sense perception, the life airs, the five senses, the mind, consciousness, and false ego. Indeed, you are everything, subtle and gross. The material elements and anything expressed either by the words or by the mind are nothing but you. So, again, the same conception is there that absolute truth is one from which everything is emanating. So, Prahlad Maharaj is, is praying that ultimately, whatever we see in this world, whether, whether it is gross, it is subtle, it is movable, it is immovable, whatever it may be ultimately is the manifestation of your energy. It is Krishna's energy. And that's how we have discussed many times earlier also. The Lord has three kinds of energy. Based on the category, we categorize this thing based on their function, based on their activities. So one thing is called as God's internal energy that is called as uh, Antaranga Shakti in, in Hindi. If you, Sanskrit is called as Antaranga Shakti. That means God's internal potency that is called as spiritual world. And that's why Arjuna also, Krishna also mentioned Bhagavad Gita. That Paradasmatu Bhave Anu Vyakta Vyakta Sanatana. That means beyond this material creation. Our limited sense perception, with our limited understanding, we can only see this world. We cannot see anything beyond this world. Or to speak of beyond this world, we cannot see everything in this world only. So that is the limitations we have based on our senses. We cannot see anything. We cannot discuss anything. We cannot 100% with surety say something that this is the correct thing. This is not correct. That is the limitations we have. So Krishna mentions Bhagavad Gita that, that beyond this material conception, beyond this material life, there is another life, there is another conception. And that is called as Sanatan, Sanatan Dham. Sanatan means which is eternal. This material world is not eternal, that is temporary, it is being created. And one point of time it is created, one point of time it, it will get annihilated also. But that part of the creation of the world, of the Lord, that is called as spiritual world or Antaranga Shakti, is eternal. So this spiritual world is called as internal potency of the Lord. This material world is called as external potency of the Lord. That means Lord God not directly deals with this energy. Just like in a government, uh, there are many, many departments. So prime minister may not deal with the, every department personally, but there are some of his appointed agents that, that will be dealing with that particular department. Similarly, this material world, Krishna is not dealing personally. He has, his agents are there. Durga Devi is one of his agent, her, his agent who is taking care of this material world. So this is called as external potency and that is called as Sanskrit Mahinanga Shakti. But there is something called as marginal energy and living entities like us 
who are in this material, they are called as marginal energy. Marginal means we have an option whether we want to stay under Lord's internal potency or we want to stay under Lord's external potency. That, that jiva has that kind of free will, that kind of independence Krishna has given to that jiva based on their desire. If you desire to stay in external potency, Krishna will provide all the facility, material energy will provide all the facility to the person so that eternally he can stay in this material energy. But if he wants to stay under the protection of the Lord under the internal potency, that, that uh, facility also will be provided to that particular living entity if he wants. So Lord is very much sensitive to our desires. Whatever desires we are having, maybe gross or subtle, Lord is taking care of everything. And based on that, we get different kind of births in this material world. So nothing happens by chance in this world. Whatever happening with a living entity in this world, whether bad or good, is actually based on his, based on his activities in the past life, previous life. That is called as law of karma. So we can be rest assured for the, the fact that whatever the activities we have done in this world or in past life, whatever we have done, we have to pay for it. So, nothing happens by chance. If a person is suffering in this world, that means he has done some bad activity. That's why he's suffering. And we may not, sometimes we try to go and help the person out of compassion. But the fact is that till that time, Lord sanctions, does not sanction, nobody can help him also. Just like in this world also, you can see somebody is being ordered by Supreme Court of India that you have to be hanged till death then no matter how much you try to save that person, you cannot save him. Ultimately, even if you try, you try to save him, you will be the person who will be caught because he, is, he has got punishment from the highest authority of that country. Similarly, if a person is suffering in this world, they would understand that the person is suffering not because of uh, lack of anything in this material world. The person is suffering because of his ignorance, because of his bad activity. So rather than doing some so-called good activity for his body, and devotee always try to protect the soul of living entity. And that's how uh, he does, devotee does the best thing to not only to, to the person, but actually every, for everyone. Now in this words, you can see, ultimately it is mentioned, whatever material element we see, whatever everything, whatever we see actually belongs to Lord. And this is a very important understanding every devotee should have, that nothing in this world belongs to me. I may be a temporary proprietor of the particular particular object or particular property, but ultimately everything belongs to Lord. And I am having this uh, facility only because Lord has allowed me to. So similar words we will find we will find in in Ishopanishad also. So Ishopanishad is one of the one not Upanishad, and it is very very. Uh, Prabhupada says one of the Upanishad which talks about personal form of the Lord. Generally, people, people think that Upanishad and Puran, Upanishad and Vedas it only talk about impersonal form of the Lord. But you will read Isha Upanishad, Prabhupada has translated, you will find Lord's personal forming mentioned there in Isha Upanishad. This is the first mantra of Isha Upanishad. What it says, Isha Vasam Idam Sarvam, Yat Kincha Jagatam Jagat, Tena Taktena Punjita, Madhrita Swadhanam. What does that mean? Everything animate or in animate within this that is in this universe is controlled and owned by the Lord. One should therefore accept only those things necessary for himself which are set aside as his quota and one should not accept other things knowing well to whom they belong. So if a person can understand this thing that I have to only enjoy whatever is my quota. If he understand this thing 
then you'll be peaceful in this world. Because you don't understand this very particular fact that whatever quota I have, I'm supposed to have, it is being fixed by the Lord already based on my past life activity. So let me not try to enjoy others' property because if I enjoy, try to enjoy others' property, I will be implicated. So he will take whatever is required for him and then he will, he will try to manage in that. And that's why this Prabhupada mentions that there are three kinds of happiness. Prabhupada mentioned there are three kinds of uh, happiness also. Those are those, those related to this, this material enjoyment or the enjoyment what a person can have in this material world. So Prabhupada says that one is called as Bhoga. Bhoga means a person is indulging in sense gratification. That's what we see in this material world. That whatever sense objects I have, I want to enjoy that. I want to make sure that I take full benefit of that things for my sense enjoyment. And that is called as Bhoga. And most of the population, 99% of this world population is indulging in Bhoga only. And they think that if I have sense object, I can indulge in sense of sense uh, of gratification somehow or the other, I'll be happy. And that is they're called as bhoga. And tyaga, second category of people is called as tyaga. Tyaga means when a person gets frustrated out of this material by enjoying again and again uh, the same object or maybe in different ways trying to enjoy. But ultimately, when he doesn't get eternal happiness is ultimately get frustrated then he says okay this material world there's no happiness then he becomes he announced this world and uh, that is called as renunciation sometimes people say that is not real renunciation but yes people generally think that renunciation means i have to leave everything that is called renunciation so person leaves everything and he thinks that now i'm renounced and I have renounced this material world and then I can be happy so after having so much of material enjoyment when he's not satisfied, he tries to become a renunciate and tries to leave that particular thing. But that is also not the real fact because ultimately what belongs to you, nothing belongs to you. How can you leave anything in this world? Ultimately, they are not. And that's why many times Prabhupada says people, they, those who are not sufficiently have proper understanding what is the real meaning of renunciation. They renounce this material world and after some time, again, they will come back and they will do some philanthropy activity or something like that. Because that renunciation is plain renunciation, very boring renunciation. You don't have any understanding what to do after renunciation. So that is not real thing. And the third is called as seva or bhakti. So that means a person does not renounce this world. That means renunciation, real renunciation means that whatever activities, whatever objects and whatever property, whatever a talented person has, he engages in service of the Lord. So that is called as third, that is bhakti. So a devotee of the Lord engages Whatever property he has in Krishna Sarai, rather than first of all enjoying for himself, that is the mentality of animals, because animals also is they are doing the same thing and they try to enjoy by themselves. And ultimately, then there is no difference between a human being, so-called human being, civilized human being, and animal, because both are engaged in sense gratification. The second thing, the person renounce thing and say, This does not belong to me, and uh, I will not use that thing. That is also not correct thing because ultimately, yes, it does not belong to you but it belongs to someone. Now your duty is to give that someone from whom it belongs to. 
So Prabhupada tells this to understand, make us understand this point of happiness. Prabhupada <coughs> tells a very nice analogy to make us understand. Or you can say a kind of story. Suppose you are going from street or going on street and you find a let's say 2000 rupees note. So there are three possibilities what you can do. First thing is you take that 100 rupees, you see left, you see right, you see top, you see bottom and you see nobody is there. And then nobody is there, nobody is watching. This 2000 rupees actually is for me. Someone has very, very mercifully has kept this 2000 rupees for me. So let me take and let me enjoy. So that is one kind of uh, understanding or happiness. So Prabhupada tells that although that person who is doing that activity is taking the 2000 rupees note, but his conscience will say, no, please don't do that. This is not correct thing. Because that is a wrong activity. So Paramatma in the heart will actually give that indication. Please don't do that. But we are very intelligent. We simply neglect that instruction and we say, no, no, no. It is for me. Somebody has kept. Otherwise, no, it will be lost. So let me take this and utilize for power purpose. Let me utilize for myself. So that is one kind of mentality many people have. So let me take that money and let me enjoy for my sense gratification. So this is one kind of person. Another kind of person will come. He will see 2000 rupees note and and then he will see left, he will see right, he will see top, he will see bottom and he will see nobody is there and he is a little more intelligent. So he will say, oh, anyway, it does not belong to me. So why should I take that money? Let it be here only. So what he will do, he will keep that money there only and then he will go away. This third kind of person also. What he will do? He will come, he will see left, right, top, bottom and he will see 2000 rupees note is there and definitely does not belong to me. So I don't have the right to take this money. I cannot enjoy this money, but it belongs to someone. So what can I do? Let me take this money and give this money to the owner who is the real proprietor of this money. Let me give to that person. So this third kind of person is a devotee. The second kind of person is a so-called renunciant. And the first kind of person is a karmi. So those two, who, those who are not devotee, ultimately they will be frustrated with this material world. Because they are not doing the, not making the correct use of that particular thing, what they have got. So ultimately that money belongs to Lord. Everything in this material world, whether animate or inanimate, ultimately belongs to Lord. So duty of, our duty is to not to enjoy. Ultimately, otherwise we are a thief. What does thief do? Thief takes money from others without any authorization and enjoys for his certification. So we also sometimes think that okay, I am the proprietor, I am the owner of this particular thing, but that is not correct thing because ultimately whatever we may try, this word is actually made by Lord, created by Lord, ultimately he is the proprietor of this world. So everything, whatever is there, it belongs to him. We are simply a caretaker, whatever we have and we can, how can use this activity? We can actually this, whatever property we have. How can I give it back to the proprietor? And not that after giving back to the proprietor, I will be empty. No. We will get our quota of happiness, but ultimately we will not incur any sin. And that's what is happening in the, it is mentioned in this verse. That one should therefore accept only things those necessary for himself, which are set aside by his, as his quota. And one should not accept things, other things, knowing well whom they belong. 
So in this case, the third, the devotee who knows that this money does not belong to me, but at the same time he knows that this belongs to Lord. So let me give this money back to Krishna. And that's how a devotee, whatever abilities he has, whatever talent he has, understand that does not belong to him, ultimately it belongs to Krishna. So let me give this uh, back to Lord. Otherwise, we will be called as thief. And this thief, we see in this material world, so Prabhupada again, then one more nice story. So there was a group of thief and uh, they looted a bank and they got some money, let's say one CR, something like that. And now somehow they, they came to the place and where nobody is there, all of them are there. And then they, they brought that money, one CR, one crore rupees. And then they are thinking how to divide this money honestly among ourselves. Although this money belongs, it is a looted money, but how I can belong, I can uh, divide, we can divide this money honestly among ourselves. So then uh, to keep it more, uh, to make it more interesting, a devotee again expands the story. He says, so when they are, they are deciding this thing that how to, how to divide this money, one of them said that, how is it possible that, how can we divide it equally? Because there are many people, they were not doing anything. They were simply standing to see that nobody is coming. So this is not the correct thing. They should not get equal, uh, equal share. There should be some reduction in their share. And then there are some say, no, no, why it is so? We also have done our work. We should also got share. We should also get our share, something like that. So there was a fight. Then they could not come to any conclusion. The next day, again, they came. Then somebody told, no, we have many uh, women also. So we will take care of women right also. There should be commission. There should be a team of three people. They will decide that what will do with this woman right. Women also should get equal rights as men. So that woman right commission should be there. So they could not again come back to come to the same uh, any conclusion. Then against third day they came and they told, uh, okay, then what to do? Woman right commission is there. And there are some children also. So we should take care of child right also. Child also get their right. And ultimately we should plan a commission for child right also. And like that, like that they are have many, many commission, many planning. Ultimately, underlying thing is what? That they are trying to divide something which is which does not belong to them. And let's say in between, after they are making so many commissions and planning and honestly dividing, let's say police comes and takes away every one of them and then they are in jail and they are dividing again. <laughs> so the understanding is you may be you may be handling very, very nicely anything in this world, but does not know who is the real proprietor, then unfortunately we are called as a thief. And thief cannot remain happy in this world. Till that time, we have these desires of enjoyment, sense enjoyment. In this material world, we cannot remain happy. So as a human being, we should know if I am not the proprietor, then who is the proprietor? Because results are coming. Because definitely if I do activity, there will be some result. And as we understand, I am not the proprietor, then who is the proprietor? The, we read from Bhagavad Gita, we read, we read from scriptures. The Krishna says, from me come this intelligence. He is a proprietor. Now, as a, as a proprietor, he should get everything. But ultimately, I am taking back everything for myself. So ultimately, I will be suffering. And to, to, me, to save ourselves from this kind of suffering, that's why there is a system of a person does regular seva. Seva might, that means yeah, if a person can do by his money, that is very good. He should keep himself whatever is required for his maintenance, minimum thing that he should keep. And rest of the money he should give to the someone who is trying to preach this message of Krishna consciousness all over the world. Otherwise, he will be implicated. 
for this uh, whatever is earning because ultimately uh, the money what we are earning in today's time is mostly because we uh, out of some hooks and crooks or some wrong means so we will we'll get definitely get reaction for that but if we engage in krishna service we'll be saved from that reaction so very nice thing it is mentioned here if one is infected with the desires of material enjoyment or material liberation he cannot rise to the platform of pure loving service unto the lord even though he may superficially render devotional service according to the routine regulatory principles so why it is important to give results to krishna because till the time we are not doing that our actions are not getting purified and our our desire the that this desire of sense gratification which is very very deep rooted inside the heart of the entity will never go away it is very very important for us to understand that this heart right now which is very very contaminated and it is that desire of indi- being independent desire of to uh, enjoy independently desire to do whatever i want to do without concerning anyone and do whatever i can think of it is a very, very deep rooted desire of a living entity and that's why it is it is mentioned anadi karma phale that means this is not this life desire this desires are for many many lives from past many many lives we are having these kind of desires to enjoy so it is not very easy to uproot these desires this seed of sense gratification what every one of us is very deeply rooted implanted till that time we engage ourselves not superficially with whole heartedly in service of the lord so sometimes it may happen a person may be doing every everything it is as it is mentioned even though superficial superficial render devotional service according to routine principles that means the person is very much you know taking care of his routine all the routine activity he is getting up he is doing also he is going to temple also and uh, he is doing other required things also but the heart is not getting purified because he is doing superficially and that is also one of the principle which destroys person's bhakti there are six principles which destroy our bhakti mentioned by rup goswami atyahar prayasase prajalpo niyamagra jan sangasa lalimche shadvir bhakti vinashati that means uh, atyahar means eating too much if a person eats too much or collects very much more than required that is called as atyahar so if a person engage in atyahar so that will be uh, against his devotional practice then prayas prayas means engaging in some material activity trying very hard to get some material achievement or some material gain that is called as prayas over endeavoring for the things then third is prajalpa prajalpa means unnecessary talks talks which are not related to krishna and then unfortunately all of us are expert in that how to make sure that we should not speak of krishna <laughs> we will speak of everything but we will not speak of krishna this tongue we very nicely enjoy we enjoy in, uh, in engage this tongue in speaking not about krishna but uh, if we somehow that we can learn this out how can i engage my tongue in serving krishna by the prasadam and speaking about krishna so prajalpa if a person is doing prajalpa then it come it will be against his devotional service he won't be able to advance much and it includes many things prajalpa does not speak always without speaking this suppose we are we are very much engaged in reading newspapers some people are so much busy reading newspaper in a day they, they read three times four times in a newspaper same newspaper they will read four times i don't know why so that they'll get something out of it same news they will read four times same news they will see they will see four times because they don't have anything better to do 
they know they don't know what else i can do so definitely they are getting entangled that is called as prajalpa so atyaha prayasas prajalpa niyamagraha this is the thing niyamagraha means either not following some rules or following some rules for the sake of showing off there is no intention involved in that following that means if i am doing something i am doing so that either i can somehow the other prove to the world that i am doing some seva or because somebody has told me to do let me somehow the other do that activity so this niyamagraha is very very common in initial stages when a person is new in krishna consciousness we see many times he is doing that niyamagraha i am doing i am doing that service only for the heck of doing because somebody has so let me do that i am not at all involved in that service so that is called as niyamagraha so niyamagraha we should take care that either we are also involved in this kind of activity of niyamagraha then niyamagraha after that jan sangha jan sangha means having association of non devotees this is also one of the very important thing because of any person they lose their bhakti association of non devotees the first thing that chaitanya mahap you will find chaitanya charitamrita what is the qualification characteristic of a devotee chaitanya mahaprabhu said the quality of a devotee is asat sang chhadi ai vaishnavachar devotees will not live with non devotees they will not associate with non devotees if a person associating with non devotees he may be thinking that i am very i am doing all the activities i am chanting sixteen rounds i am doing this thing i am doing reading also but please understand all of us are conditioned souls we are not pure devotees we are not prabhupad who can go to the western countries live among the hippies and make them pure devotees no prabhupad was the greatest devotee prabhupad can live among the hippies and he has done that he has was living among among the hippies and he made them devotees but if we go we are we are we are to go and live with the devotee with the hippies definitely we are not going to make them devotees but we will become a hippie again so we should never think that i am more intelligent than my spiritual master bhagwas says no do not think that you are more intelligent than your spiritual master so the we should try to avoid as much as possible companies or company of non devotees either you are so strong that by your association you make them devotees or otherwise what will happen if you are not able to make them devotees they will make you non devotee and that's why it happens many time you when you associate with karmis those who are non devotees and you are not careful about that you are very very freely in intermingling with them you are going around them moving around them going for no let's say let me go for with them so some shopping let me go with them for movie or something like that definitely you are going ahead on the path which will take you away from krishna sometime it may feel little restrictions so why these restrictions so many restrictions are there but these restrictions are very important just like a person who is patient who is having some disease there are so many restrictions are there you cannot eat this you have to eat this only you have to wear this thing you have to take care of you cannot sit underneath the fan you cannot use ac you cannot uh, do this kind of activity so many restrictions are there why because this person is disease right now if you really want to cure just like prabhupad gives very nice example when you are a healthy that's why you are healthy and you go you see that so many people are there they are having corona so you should be very careful i should not associate with this kind of person who has having corona otherwise i will also catch corona disease again so you should be very careful otherwise not careful you will again you will get, go back to the same thing similarly devotee thinks that somehow or the other I, am, i have got this krishna consciousness let me not associate with the people those who are contaminated with material desire and it it actually uh, affects 
very very quickly a person i have seen personally person was very nicely doing everything but because he associated with non devotees this material desire somehow they then these are called as if you read chatra chatra this is called as weeds weeds means just like you go a tree right or tree something like that and if you put water there will be some side in, along this tree there will be some weed and this weed will takes take that water everything and they will start growing so instead of water going to tree the weeds will take all the water and that they will chalk the progress of the tree and that happens with a person who commits who commits offenses against the holy name and against the devotees also if he commits offenses against the devotees against the holy name does not follow instruction what happens the desires come up material desires of name fame and having uh, uh, so many other desires will come up so that means even the person may be doing everything just like you are giving water to the tree thinking that tree is actually growing but it's not tree what is going weeds are growing so the bhakti lagta or the devotional work platform what a person has got instead of advancing there is advancing somewhere else and the same ingredient the so called chanting so called hearing instead of making him advance in krishna consciousness the person is further going down and going down towards these weeds and weeds are taking away everything so till that time a person infected with material desire material enjoyment he cannot rise to the platform of pure loving service unto the lord even though he may superficially render devotional service according to the routine regulatory principles so all these things may initially may feel, we may feel that hawai is so important for me but as we advance in krishna consciousness this maya is very strong it hits and sometimes it hits so badly that we will not even realize that maya is hitting us that's why some devotee says the biggest thing about maya is that when you are my when you are in maya you will not realize that you are in maya you will think that you will think that okay i am very nice situated i am doing everything if somebody tells also that baba you are in maya no 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 i am nicely situated i will i am doing everything how can you say i am in maya that's why pralad maharaj says very nice again this pralad maharaj prayers only but initial prayers he says matir na krishna parata satova mito vipadeta graha vritana that means the person who has taken a vow that he will do sense gratification nobody can save that person nobody can uh, make that person aware matir na krishna parata satova he will never get krishna conscious neither by his own endeavor matir na krishna parata satova satova means by his own endeavor he will not get and satova means somebody else is also telling then also he will not be sir natir na krishna parato satova mito vipadeta graha vrata so this is the nature of this world person will never understand that i am in maya doctor is telling beta you are in maya no no i am very nice situated and that is the role of maya maya will never keep you on this make you realize that you are in maya nevertheless krishna has as we told that living entity has free will three things marginal energy krishna living entities are marginal energy so either he can stay in spiritual energy spiritual potency internal potency or it can stay in material potency or external potency so this is in ours choices are krishna will help in both the ways if you really want to do that so <clears throat> now the thing is the person who leaves without any proper understanding that what is this material world the so called renunciation without using in krishna service that is called as falu vairagya so this verse again comes by it is by rup goswami and it means prapanchik हरिसंबंध वस्तु न मुक्षु परित्यागो फलगु वैराग्य मुख्यते 
कथ्यते सॉरी फल के बैरागे मुथ्यते दैट मींस अ पर्सन हु शोस ऑफ दैट आई एम ए सो कॉल्ड एनशीन एंड आई एम लिविंग एवरीथिंग विदाउट इन प्रॉपर अंडरस्टैंडिंग द रिलेशनशिप विद द लॉर्ड एंड ही लीव्स दैट थिंग तो व्हाट इज कॉल्ड एज फलगु वैरागे व्हिच इज कॉल्ड एज फलगु वैरागे फलगु मींस द शो ऑफ वैरागे एक्चुअली नॉट रियल वैरागे सो फलगु इज एक्चुअली इज नेम ऑफ अ रिवर इन गया इन इंडिया देयर इज अ प्लेस कॉल्ड गया and there is a river and the river's name is falgu why it is called as falgu because this river is has a speciality from the top if you see if you see this river from the top it will be sand sand will be there you will see only sand but as soon as you put the water inside in your hand inside you will find water water will come out so that is falgu that's why it is called as falgu vairagya falgu vairagya means a vairagya renunciation which is not real this is falgu artificial vairagya so outside we may be showing that i am a very i have left everything but if you actually check the concerned person's heart is full of material desires so that is not recommended for a devotee devotee means yes whatever i have let me engage in krishna service and that is called as real renunciation and otherwise we may be thinking that uh, no i have left everything now i am uh, engaging in krishna service so called service of the lord but ultimately we are not doing that we are an interested agent sense gratification so we should not leave everything everything belongs to lord in the sense that we should have proper understanding how we utilize everything in krishna service does not leave anything does not mean that uh, that we should not in, again enjoy, enjoy that thing for our sense gratification that is also not correct we should know who is the proper proprietor and how to use that particular thing in proprietor service that is real uh, real consciousness there is a meaning of real renunciation as we discuss also that real renunciation real renunciation means whatever is in krishna service what is the object is available let me engage in krishna service and let me uh, wholeheartedly use that if i have money let me enjoy my entire nicely money for krishna service if i have talent let me intelligence let me use the intelligence of krishna service if i have some other talent i can sing very nicely i can cook very nicely let me use that for krishna service that is called as renunciation because ultimately nothing belongs to us this body does not this body even does not belongs to us what do you leave this like prabhupada says suppose today if i say i am renouncing this taj mahal so prabhupada says why do what do you renounce taj mahal taj mahal taj mahal was never belonging to you and future also it will never belong to you what do you renounce taj mahal i will renounce this no antika this bungalow of mukesh ambani what do you renounce it belongs to mukesh ambani even does not belongs to mukesh ambani also but ultimately it does not belong to you how can you say i am renouncing this axis bank i am renouncing there is this bank i am renouncing whatever money is there in bank i am renouncing what do you so what do you renounce nothing belongs to you so rather than renouncing whatever money is in your then your bank account 50 lakh 1 lakh 1 crore whatever it may be that you renounce and give to krishna <laughs> that is real renunciation not that i am renouncing this bank <laughs> that is called as falgu vairagya so we should not engage falgu vairagya we should engage in service of the lord very very nicely and that is a devotee's desire devotee does not desire anything simply one thing that how can i engage in krishna service so now there is a very nice verse to this regard so recently we have rath yatra uh, festival in jagannath puri and uh, there is a very nice there is a very nice song called jagannath ashtakam we sing 
Jagannath Swami Nayanipatagan Bhavatami. I think would have heard. And this written by, surprisingly, this is written by Shankaracharya, who is supposed to be in person. This, but Shankaracharya has written this song very nice. So in that song, in this Jagannath Ashtakam, you will find this verse, which is very, very nice, which actually belongs to our session today I was reading. So what he is praying? Nave yachya rajyam, nacha kanak manikya vivam. Nayacheyam ramyam sakalajan kamyam varavadu. Sada kale kale pramatya patina. Something similar to that verse, what we have in Sikhastakam, uh, Nadhanam na Janam na Sundari na Kavitam Jagadishitami. Mamu Janmani Janmani Shwari Bhavatar Bhaktira Hatri. Similar to that verse, this verse is there, which says, I do not pray for a kingdom, nor do I pray for gold, ruby, or wealth. I do not ask for a beautiful wife. as desired by all, all men. I simply pray that Jagannath Swami, whose glories Lord Shiva always sings, may be constant object of my reason. So this is a devoted desire. I don't want anything. I don't want uh, this uh, Rajya, kingdom, money, nothing. I just simply want your service. And that is a very, very high position. It is not to be achieved very easily. Because yes, grossly we may say all these things, but inside the heart there is material desire is there. This material desire is the one which, just like coronavirus is there, no? they say that it multiplies very fast. Very fastly it multiplies itself. Similar desires also. Similarly, small initiative, small desire, and then it will further increase, 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 and that will take entire so much so that this so-called deed will take away entire bhakti. And it starts with little desire. So that's why devotee should be, Krishna writes in, I think Bhagavad Prabhupada also writes this thing, the devotee should be an introspective sage. Introspective sage means introspection should happen. That this desire actually is a desire to serve Lord or this is my personal desire for sense gratification. And that's why whenever we doubt, we should always consult devotees. Because our mind will cheat again. Mind will cheat. It is your desire. What is the harm in this? What, what wrong you are doing is correct only. No? There is no, no, no harm in your bhakti. You will be doing nicely bhakti. And what is the harm there? No. Right now your mind is material. And our mind is also material. But one, it is said it's like a child who is in seventh standard can always teach a person who is in nursery or first standard. So similarly, devotees may have not known the entire world, but ultimately they have understood some whatever Krishna consciousness, they have more experience. So they can tell you that this actual desire is not just pure desire, it's material desire. Why are you going after it? it will ultimately be not beneficial for them. So, uh, ultimately, the thing is that devotee should always follow Krishna consciousness under the guidance of a devotee. And then, he will be able to follow very nicely. Otherwise, we will be a thief who is a very, very honest person. <laughs> so, let me not let us not become an honest thief. Let me become an honest person, an honest devotee rather than becoming a thief. And whatever talents we have, let us honestly engage in Krishna service. And whatever amount, whatever talent, whatever property, whatever we have, let us engage in service of the Lord very nicely. And then we are not a loser. We are never ever a loser whenever we are serving Lord. It may look uh, superficially that person, why you are not a loser? This 50 lakh rupees got debited from your account. You are telling you are not a loser. <laughs> no. This losing is material losing. But ultimately you are gaining many, many things. 
in your spiritual credit you're getting. So never ever a loser the person who gives anything to Krishna. He's the biggest gainer. And even materially also, the person who donates to Krishna for Krishna's consciousness movement, he will get his money when Prabhupada said thousand times. If a person is giving money to Vaishnavas, he will get his money back thousand times. Even materially speaking. So what to speak of devotional credit? <laughs>